This is the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. Hello and welcome to Radio Talks, the official industry podcast from Learning Waves. I'm Andy Matthews and on this particular episode of Radio Talks, we will be talking to a man who has published a book, a guy called Russell Beck. And the book is called The World of Work to 2030. And, uh, well, Russell, in his book, will be considering and considers megatrends playing out in the world today and how businesses and individuals can future-proof themselves. So if you fancy being future-proofed, stay with us. But first, though, let's get all the news that is the news in the industry news from Hannah Casey. The 8th of February marked the end of the Radio Presenter course 2023 as 12 students from across the country successfully completed the three-month programme. The final day of the course featured insightful words from industry leaders, engaging panels and the students' final presentations. Learning Waves would like to wish the students the very best of luck in the next steps of their careers. The second day of the Create Your Own podcast course happened last week in Dublin. Bringing this training in-person allowed participants to immerse themselves, mingle and evolve their ideas. The Learning Wave Senior Management Programme, Manage, Lead, Inspire, began last week. Russell and Alison Beck from Imagine, Think, Do started the programme with an introduction to the course. Attendants will be gathering at the end of the month in Dublin to dive into their development with Module 1, Understanding Your Leadership Style. Dates have now been added to our training calendar for EU and local election coverage training. Go to the training calendar on our website to find out more information. In industry news, Tuesday the 6th of February marked Safer Internet Day. This event is an EU-wide initiative to promote a safer internet for all users, especially young people. Cork's 96FM and C103 are recipients of the Camogie Association's annual media awards. The station will be presented with the award on the 17th of February at the event in Crow Park. Congratulations. Fionn Davenport from Newstalk won the Best Producer Award at the Travel Extra Travel Journalist of the Year Awards. Congratulations, Fionn. On the 1st of February, Beat 102-103 launched a digital media literacy tour for secondary schools across the southeast. Supported by Commission Demand, the tour aims to showcase vital digital information for students in secondary schools across the region over the coming months. Des Whelan has stepped down as CEO of WLRFM. We wish Des and his family all the best in the future. We look forward to working with Michael Byrne as he takes the helm in February 2024. Last week, Keith Finnegan announced that he will retire from Galway Bay FM on the 12th of April. He is stepping down from his current role of presenting Galway Talks, the station's daily current affairs programme. Learning Ways would like to wish Keith the very best for the year ahead. In January, Radio Kerry bid farewell to Mary Gallagher, who worked there for almost 17 years. During that time, Mary worked in the newsroom, presented and produced in business, worked on Talk About and Carry Today, and helped manage major events. Learning Waves wishes Mary best wishes in the future. Last month, it was announced that Clint Dryberg has been appointed content controller of Radio Nova. Clint will now manage day-to-day broadcast content on Radio Nova. Last week, Tip FM and Shannonside FM signed their new 10-year contract with Commission Amman. The Media Awards 2024 are now open for entries. The applications close on the 21st of March. Good luck to all applicants. In upcoming courses, the training calendar is filling up for 2024. Coming up, we have Power BI for Business on the 13th of February with Mary Ward from ShareSkills. Media Spend and Creativity in Ireland 2023 with Gary Blair from Nielsen on the 15th of February. The Effective Newsroom Leader on the 16th of April with Jane Kinghorn, Sue Ellis and Richard Jackson. The Innovation and Creativity for Commercial Success programme begins on the 2nd of May with Russell and Alison Beck from Imagine Think Do. 
Time management training will be delivered by Jennifer Dowling Train Remote on the 8th of May, a two-day program with day two taking place on the 22nd of May. Keep an eye on our training calendar and social media for further updates on training in 2024. Wow, so much going on. As usual, Hannah Casey, thank you very much for the industry news. And don't forget, if you'd like to get something mentioned, just email info at learningwaves.ie and uh, Hannah will get that organised for you. Now, though, it's time to talk to a man who has published a book. His name is Russell Beck and the book is called The World of Work to 2030. Okay, so let's see what's going to happen over the next six years. We've got the man, Russell Beck. Who is Russell Beck? Uh, so Russell Beck is, I'm an engineer by training. Um, so my degree is in engineering and my first career was designing mobile networks around the world. I've worked in over 25 countries. But more recently, I work in the area of people, leadership development and focusing on the future of work. The future of work, that's an interesting one because the um, those two little letters, AI, Everybody says they're going to have a big influence on the future of work. Do you believe that to be the case? Absolutely. I think um, it, would, it would be a fool's errand to, to say anything but that. I think it would have a dramatic impact on work, like all technological revolutions have had. I think the, the interesting thing, though, is um, I don't think you'll lose your job to AI directly. I think mm-hmm. you'll lose your job to someone who knows how to use AI. Right. And AI will augment what we can do. So it will take away jobs or areas of jobs that are repeatable, linear, predictable, follow a defined process. So you know, just repeats, repeats, repeats. Those, those jobs AI will increasingly do for you, leaving the jobs or aspects of jobs that technology can't do, which is predominantly innovation, creativity, thinking, and managing people and helping enable people to get things done. Hmm. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Uh, So you run courses through uh, Learning Waves. So you run a senior management and creative leadership course. How many have you done so far here in Ireland? So we we run two different programs. We run the senior leadership development program, which we started with Teresa from Learning Waves in 2021. And we're just about to kick off our sixth cohort of that. That starts on the 7th of February this year. And we heard from Teresa yesterday that we've just received, or she's just received funding to run a seventh cohort, which will, we're provisionally penciling that in to start in early September, 2024. So in total, to date from memory, there's about uh, 14 people per cohort. So 70 people have gone through it and maybe another 28 this year. And then the second thing we do with Teresa and Learning Wave Skillnet and actually with um, multiple Skillnets is we last year we ran a innovation and creative leadership um, program which multiple um, sessions looking at innovation techniques. And we bought four skill nets together, so DPP, ISME, Design, and Learning Waves, and had delegates from across all of those four, because innovation comes from diversity and difference of opinion and difference of thought. And so we brought different voices into the room so that people could think differently and consider innovation. So your company is Imagine, Think, Do. You run that along with your wife, Alison. Am I correct in that? Absolutely correct. In fact, it was it was her business. She founded it in 2010. 
And then I left the corporate world uh, in February 2020 to join her. So, you know, what could possibly go wrong at that time point <laughs> in my life? Um, and been here for now for four years. Okay. So it's obviously, it's working out so far then. <laughs> we're still happily married <laughs> we're still getting on oh that's yeah, good, we're that's still good. Here, so, yeah, absolutely. i'm del- delighted to hear that so if say somebody's listening to this podcast now and say look i, I need to upskill uh i need to improve as a, as a manager what goes on in in the course you provide the course is designed for a number of from a number of aspects because it focuses on leadership and management you know, all too often, um, we or leaders or managers assume almost that they should know how to manage other people. You know, you get promoted and you take on a more senior managerial responsibility. And it's almost as if we should know that and should know how to motivate, engage, allocate work, at near focus, prioritize and so on. And historically, things have been called hard skills and soft skills. And I think that's entirely wrong. I think there are technical skills and there are people skills and they're both hard. Mm. So the program looks and the iteration and each different cohort that comes through, we change it based on the feedback from the delegates that have gone through. And for cohort six and cohort seven, we've made it five modules this year. So that we start looking at understanding ourselves better because we're different. How we approach things is different. How what motivates us is different. How we look at information, how we deal with others. We're, we're all fundamentally different. So we do, we focus a lot on actually understanding yourself and through that understanding others and how to better relate and engage and work with them. So here's a question for you, right? What makes a good manager? <laughs> that, I mean, wow, what makes a good manager? That is a really good question. No, I think, thank you. Um, <laughs> I think it's um, that's an interesting question because you could argue from, from which perspective, from which lens are you asking that question? You know, if you're asking that question from the lens of the people who work from that work for that manager – they will have an opinion. People generically want to be um, developed. They want to have meaning in their work. They want to grow. They want to have purpose. They want to have community. They want a culture that they um, fit into and um, they know how, how it works and so forth. You know, the managers, the, man, the senior management above will want to see performance, productivity, innovation, and so forth. And the individual will want to be able to equally feel like they're doing a good job, that they're not overwhelmed, that they are coping, that they're developing and growing and so on. So it's multiple aspects. But I think it comes down to a good manager utilizes the resources they have available in order to create an environment where people can do their best work every day and deliver the work, the strategy that the organization needs in order to survive and thrive. Say, for example, if we could have a manager who feels that they can kind of do better, but maybe the people and the system and the structure above them 
is putting additional pressure on them. Now, you've been you've been through this, I'm sure, right? You've you've kind of you've worked across large scale international pro- projects, large companies, all that type of thing. How and what advice would you give to somebody who would be in that position? So yes, I've been in that situation. I've run large scale, you know, multi hundreds of billions of pounds, euros infrastructure projects. I've been a managing director myself. I mm. ran a business of uh, eighty million pound turnover, grew it to one hundred and twenty million. Wow! Well, um, you want to come work for me? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and I mean, part of that is it's actually almost going back to you know what makes a good manager. I think it was getting the right people around me so that we had the skills and the capability to do what we needed to do, but having a clear vision of what we were trying to achieve, um, enabling and, and helping people achieve that and removing the roadblocks that were in the way. So I think oftentimes we don't spend enough time speaking to our people to understand what their challenges are or what they're facing. Mm-hmm. We often don't get into, we don't speak to our people often enough. And I don't mean have an hour long chat every week. You know, I mean, you know, 10 minutes is good enough, a check in, a nudge. If you think how a oil tanker gets into port, it doesn't come steaming in at full speed and then handbrake turn outside the harbour wall. You know, we have gentle course corrections, nudges from thousands of miles out. Nudges that occur because of changing conditions, the weather, the environment, the sea currents, nudges that occur for because we've got to change course, you know, all of those things. And that's almost how good management is. We nudge our people. We take them on the journey. We show them what the destination is. We show them where we're trying to get to. We show them what success looks like, and we help them on that journey to get there. Now, you have a book. I don't know how you find the time, but you, you have a book out. Um, the world of work to twenty thirty. What's your prediction in there? How, <laughs> what's so, yeah, what's going to happen? So it uh, launched on the first of February uh, by Bloomsbury Press, which has been a, an amazing journey. So the world of work to twenty thirty, and, and the, the the subtitle is a practical guide to future proofing your business and your career. And I think that's really important because you know the world of work to twenty thirty. It could be star trek and that actually doesn't that is not helpful um so i do in the book look at the mega trends playing out in the world because they will form what will come next they 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 are creating the future and that's interesting but it's so what what do they mean what will the impact be and what can you practically do what steps can you take to go forward and you've already hinted at some of them because you in in, in when we mentioned earlier ai hmm. The skills of the future do fall, and this is World Economic Forum data, the skills of the future fall into those two buckets I mentioned. Innovation, creativity, thinking, visualization, storytelling, seeing the hidden meaning, those side of uh, um, aspects, and people skills, leadership, getting people to work together, understanding them as individuals, motivating them, how to help them on their journeys. People are one of the biggest single costs in any business's P&L. So actually having your people be just 
1% more productive would have a big impact on the bottom line. And therefore, leading is hard. Managing is hard. And leadership skills are increasingly becoming the key differentiator for businesses. And by 2030, the biggest gap between demand and supply of skill will be in digital skills, possibly not a massive insight. Mm. But the second biggest demand between, uh, sorry, the second biggest gap between demand and supply, and only very slightly behind digital skills, is leadership. We've got, what, 26 years to go, right? Um, Unfortunately, the world is changing at a rapid rate. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things going on way beyond any of our control. From you've experienced radio um, here, and you've spoken and trained, you know, e- extremely good managers and CEOs and all the rest of us here here in Ireland. What advice would you have for somebody who is currently working in management in radio in Ireland at the moment? I think I think you've touched on a couple of points there. You, you know. Th- Radio, and from my experience of working with the people, it's a massively dynamic environment. It is changing. Um, There is lots of change. It is constant change. And that's one reason why in the iteration of the program this year for cohorts six and seven that we were mentioning earlier, we've added a whole module on change management. So actually, how can you take people on the journey? And that's partially, you know, the leadership. It's it's how do you take people on that journey? How do you support them when change is constant and there are uncertainties and unknowns? And actually, we can't control everything. We can only control the controllables and, and so on. Mm-hmm. So the one thing we've, we, we're acutely aware of, having had the experience, is, the, is the, the, the change. And also, the second key aspect for radio is you know, resources are tight. Um, it's hard to recruit. It's hard to recruit everywhere. We are at full employment broadly across the developed world, Ireland, mm. UK, America, Germany, full employment, multi-decade lows in unemployment. It's really hard to get the right skills. So therefore, training becomes important, but equally, thinking differently becomes important. Different solutions. You're just working harder isn't always going to sort it. It's not going to be a sustainable long-term solution. We need to th- do things differently. So what are you saying no to? How are you prioritizing? What are you focusing on? What are you choosing to, you know, your to-do list? All of our to-do lists are far longer than we can deal with. So which ones are you actually doing? And again, you know, one of the modules is all around focus, prioritization, delegation and allocation. And, and actually the difference between those two is delegation is different to allocation. Delegation is this, I'm giving you something that's my job and I'm helping you grow or develop, but it's delegation is mine. Allocation is I'm asking you to do your job. And so there's all those aspects, but it's, yeah, I think thinking differently and change are the two key factors we notice and are acutely aware of um, 
with the radio industry in Ireland. So the book is out, The World of Work to 2030, published by Bloomsbury. Uh, I presume it's available in all good bookshops, is it? Or is it available online? All good bookshops near you, yes. (laughs) I think um, there's, uh, Kenny's is certainly uh, stocking it in Ireland. Um, And I can provide a URL link tree to that. Uh, But it's available in all good bookshops. Amazon, you know, direct from Bloomsbury, etc., etc. Excellent. Okay, Russell, you're a gentleman and a scholar, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, when when are you back in in Ireland again? Uh, we'll be back on the 28th and 29th of February, where we're kicking off with the first two modules for cohort six, where we'll be looking at understanding ourselves and self awareness and creating balance. Excellent. Okay. And you've, uh, I presume that's fully booked at the moment, is it? Or... Um, I believe there's, I think from memory, you've caught me on the spot, I think there's 13 people signed up already. So I, I guess if you're very quick, we the cohorts we run are between 12 and 16 people. And that gives us a good mix of people, uh, but not too many so that everyone has a voice, everyone can be heard, and we have enough peer-to-peer learning um, within the sessions. Beautiful. How long, how long does the course take? Uh, there's five modules in total right. now, and there is now three coaching sessions. So different people learn in different ways. And the modules are for everyone, either physically in a room or virtually uh, on a Zoom call. Okay. But they're backed up with three individual one-on-one coaching sessions which are with Alison and Alison's an ICF PCC certified executive coach. Mm-hmm. And that's really where you can start to look at applying the models or the content from the, from the actual modules to your own situation and really getting into how that works in your situation, because, you know, success is situational. Um, the, the, which models, uh, work, for people is situational and it's actually really helpful and actually to a to a, everyone who has been through the program and those who are probably listening are probably going to nod at this bit go they have found the coaching where you actually get to apply what is going on incredibly helpful and the feedback from the delegates has been that that has been yeah superb Russell Beck, the author of the new book, which is called The World of Work to 2030. If you're involved in management or would like to be involved in management or even for some personal development, uh, highly recommended and available uh, from Bloomsbury or online. I'm sure if you put it into Google or AI or whatever your preference is, um, I'm sure it'll it'll pop up somewhere. But Russell, again, a gentleman, and uh, thank you very much indeed for joining us on Radio Talks. That's it for this episode. I'm Andy Matthews. Hannah Casey produced uh, this particular podcast, and thank you for that. In the meantime, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, do take care. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. To get in touch, Email us at info at learningwaves.ie.